My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news. Uh, what a way to start today. Sorry I'm late, folks. That was my fault. I was carrying on with my guests this morning and lost track of time. But anyway, welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this is the 20th day of December. I'm back in studio. Uh, as you can tell, I'm still not back to normal uh, with my voice, but believe it or not, folks, it's way better than it was yesterday. I mean, I could literally yesterday could not talk at all. Um, I am home now where I can get honey with this nasty tea. Man, you people in the UK are nuts for drinking that stuff all the time. Oh, I can't stand tea. But anyway, I've got tea and honey now. Um, so I'm, I'm doing that and drinking lots of water. And by the way, I've taken my fifth COVID test because I thought for sure I had COVID. And it is negative. Uh, so this was not COVID, thank goodness. All right. We do have some stories this morning. Uh, disembarked from dinner. Uh, ovation of the Seas has some changes. Arvia arrives in Southampton. Princess returns to Galveston. Norwegian Encore itinerary change. A bomb on a ferry in Miramar. Celestial Cruise has just launched its first ever online training. And happy birthday to two ships. That and a lot more this morning. Live here at 11 o'clock. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. Today, folks, if you're on the podcast, it's National Sangria Day. So I highly recommend any of you listening or watching, go get some sangria somewhere today. Oh, that'd be a good day for it. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcast from. All the big hitters, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News. And up pops the fat travel guy. All right, I'll be back with today's news and a special guest after a real quick break from one of our network sponsors.
My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Okay, on with uh, with today's uh, stories and news and a special guest. So for the first ever scoot around and wheel power chair, chili chats. Here's my good buddy from over on the other side of the pond, Lizzie Lou. Lizzie Lou, welcome back Hello. to Chili Chats. <laughs> now, you know that when I do news stories, I must concern, confirm the five W's. Who, what, when, where, and why. All those things. That's how I learned journalism about 145 years ago. That's when I started. So I got to make sure I got all the facts right. Now, as I understand it, there may have been some adult beverages involved, but you had you were on a boat and you had made your way down to dinner. And before the soup course was served, they come to Lizzie Lou and they say, uh, 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 ma'am, uh, in case... You get in your lifeboat, it's going to sink. So you got to like, get the hell off the ship. Now, is that basically what happened? And that is basically what happened. It was such a whirlwind Sunday because I left home at 7 a.m., got to the cruise terminal at 11.30. So that's four and a half hours of traveling, which is a train, two tubes, walk-in, taxis. And um, boarded, and it's a beautiful small ship. Everything's beautifully decorated. And my friends arrived. It was a three-night to Bruges to see the Christmas markets with friends. They arrived. We first of all, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have access to my cabin because my cruise card wouldn't work. And they said, "Oh no, you'll get one this evening." And I was hanging around with my friends. We got ready for dinner in their cabin. Um, <laughs> we went to dinner. We were waiting for it. Our starters came. We were having our starters. It was taken. And the next minute, the captain comes over the tannoy to say, um, and before this, we actually did the master drill old-fashioned, going to the theater, you know, writing down your check-in, getting the life jackets. And then we were told, um, you need to depart and get off the ship by 9.30 the next morning. The cruise has been canceled. 
They did let you stay the night. They, they, they did let us stay the night. So they said in the announcement, we can enjoy the evening entertainment and have dinner. And it was really like a shock. I think in the for the first few minutes, I think people were in disbelief. They didn't think this could actually happen. And we were sitting there thinking, is this like April Fool's or something? But, but it happened. I must say there wasn't, we didn't notice a lot of moaning. People were going and having a good time. And I think they were still thinking this is a joke. Um, but the next morning, people were so unhappy because I think it sunk in that this is not April Fool's joke. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see. I got a couple of clips here. Yeah, they're enjoying the the one yeah. night on board. And it does look like a, a lovely ship. I know, but you know what? I was thinking the ship is ambassador have, you know, beautifully decorated the ship. And then I noticed yesterday that um, it's actually the same. If you like research Pacific Dawn, it looks exactly the same. So I don't think Ambassador actually has done any decorating. So I was, I was shocked at that. All right, now this is an older ship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like, uh, you know, it was several things over the years. Um, I've got, uh, it was uh, the Regal Princess for a long time, for like 15 years or something. And then it was uh, Pacific Dawn, and it's been several other things. So we're talking about an older ship. And then Ambassador just literally is brand new. Yeah, they, was, they're brand new. So, well, yes, so, so, specific, so this ship was on its way to the scrapyard. Um, and then Ambassador decided to, to snap it up. To save it. To save it. But they're also saving another ship, which is currently in Glasgow housing refugees. Um, so hopefully that ship will be okay, because that's I think, is an older ship than this one. Yeah. Now, and, and it is true, it had something to do with the lifeboats. Yes, that's what they said. They said it had something to do with the lifeboat station, so it needed repairs. So it's now in Germany, um, waiting to be repaired. In the new year, they said, I've just read an article um, from the shipyard it's arrived in, to say it'll be done in the new year. So hopefully it'll be ready before its next cruise in January. So, I mean, so they're just, they're stuck right now. Yeah, I guess so. So hopefully once they actually um, get to the bottom of the problem and repair it, it will be ready. Because the next cruise is in the 40-something days to the Caribbean and back. So I don't want those customers to be disappointed. So I I really, really hope that the ship um, is in a good condition by January. All right. Well, of course, everybody yeah. knows. I was just playing with, with Lizzie and <laughs> trying to make it light of it. Terribly, especially this time of year, you had to go nuts trying to get Christmas ready 
for your family and all that business. And then you're taking off to go on a cruise just before Christmas. And it's yanked out from under you. I know. And then the thing is that yesterday, because I had um I had to to wait I had to do the journey back home. Um and there were no taxis and I thought I was gonna miss the train. So I walked half an hour to the train station with my massive bag and I was thinking if I knew that was only a one night cruise, I would have packed a backpack. Yeah. But um but I mean it was funny and it is what it is. Um and I'm you just have to laugh about it and it's just so last week at least I've got a few days to rest because last week I prepared for Christmas everything's wrapped under the tree um so I'm just going to relax the next few days because I've already sorted Christmas out thinking I was going to be away well I have done absolutely nothing for Christmas because <laughs> I've been gone for three weeks so I'm not ready for that at all. So I may, I may decide that Christmas is going to be July the ninth this year. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and it'll be warmer in July. Yeah, yeah. My my reindeer ears won't have to come out of storage. <laughs> all right, Lizzie, thank you okay. for giving me, giving me a few minutes this morning. You know I love you to death, and I really am sorry you got kicked off. Your That's I know, terrible. I know. Well, we'll we'll chat soon, and uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. All right, bye. It's the same to you. Have a great holiday. You All too, right, bye. That's my buddy Lizzie Lou. Oh, what a terrible situation. All right, so that of course was Ambassador Ambiance. Um. The next story today has to do with ovation of the seas. You know, they're down under, but due to a propulsion issue and a medical evacuation, those things don't normally go together. Royal Caribbean International has dramatically altered the current sailing of ovation of the seas, dropping two ports of call and returning to Sydney at low speed. Guests on board have been notified of the changes and the ship is expected to arrive back in Sydney on time on Friday. Ovation of the Seas is currently sailing a nine-night South Pacific cruise, having departed Sydney on the 14th. The ship spent two days at sea before calling on Vanuatu, as planned, but has now had significant itinerary changes. According to guests on board, the ship first diverted to Isle of Pines, a small island in the southeastern part of New Caledonia, for an unspecified medical evacuation and will then return directly to Sydney rather than making its additional plan ports of call. Isle of Pines is 345 miles south of the ship's last and now only port visit in Port Via, Vanuatu and is relatively in line with the ship's route between Vanuatu and Sydney. So the diversion has been minimal. To protect the individual's privacy, the nature of the medical evacuation has not been disclosed, nor whether it was an emergency involving a passenger or a crew member. So the boat's on its way back to Sydney now, 
going about 15 knots. I mean, that's crawling. So apparently there's some ezopod issues as well. So they've had to cancel two other ports of call because they can't do those ports and get back to Sydney on time, maintaining that low rate of speed. So the guests are getting all kinds of refunds and stuff. That can be expected. But boy, what a, a, I mean, it's one thing to do in a medical emergency. It's another thing to have as a pod or some kind of technical issues. But to have both in one cruise, wow. All right. Arvia has made it to Southampton. Now that's PO newest and best and biggest and all those kind of things. It's arrived in Southampton in preparation of her inaugural sailing. The vessel was greeted with appropriate fanfare to mark the auspicious occasion, bringing new and elevated cruising to Europe market before the ship will head to the Caribbean for the winter season. She's going to be unported in Barbados and Antigua, which is pretty cool, I think. And again, my apologies, folks, for the voice. Uh, I'm still very hoarse, very raspy. I understand that. So. The next story today, Ruby Princess sailed from Galveston embarking the first ever voyage from Galveston to Mexico and the Caribbean. The departure marks Princess Cruz's return to Texas after six years and the beginning of 16 sailings from Galveston for Ruby Princess this winter. Ruby Princess is one of several cruise ships to operate from Galveston, uh, which now has significantly more options than ever. Ruby Princess will operate throughout the winter season uh, with five to 11 day voyages and two 16 day Panama Canal transits between Galveston and San Francisco. Norwegian Encore had an unexpected itinerary change after setting sail on the current cruise. But fortunately, another port of call was able to be substituted instead. They were scheduled to go to Great Stirrup Key, and before they got there, they canceled it out because there was high winds projected, and that's something you just can't tender in high winds, and that's a tender port. However, Nassau was available, so before anybody could get upset, they were able to say, okay, we're not going to Great Stirrup Key because of the uh, wind, but we're going to Nassau instead. So uh, have at it. So they went to Nassau. And it was totally weather related. There weren't any azipot issues or you know any of those kinds of things. Just weather. Although MSC has long had a monopoly on South Africa's 
mainstream cruising market. They're about to get competition from NCL. The 2,400-passenger Norwegian Jade arrived in South African shores over the weekend and will commence cruising from Cape Town on the 21st. Having had two false starts, this addition to the cruising market in South Africa is long awaited. NCL was originally uh, to start operating from the shores of South Africa in March of 2020, a few days after most of the cruise uh, industry was suspended following the outbreak of COVID. The second attempt was scheduled for December of 2021, but was again delayed by Omicron's discovery. From this week, Jade will be offering 12-day itineraries out of Cape Town. And our own hot air Tom uh, was supposed to be on one of these uh, cruises. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think Hot Air Tom is going to South Africa now, if I remember correctly. At least this year. All right. A bomb went off at 6.45 on Sunday on board the Cherry Ferry, which transports commuters between Daya Township and downtown Pansodan Port in Myanmar's largest uh, city of Yangon. Despite it being a relatively small explosion, 17 people were injured, according to the fire brigade officials. Local media reports on Sunday revealed the vessel ran on Yangon's Pansodian Daya route, and it said that uh, not only were uh, of the 17 people that were injured, four were seriously injured. No uh, reason for the bombing has been given. All right, and finally, we got to wish happy birthday. Navigator of the Seas, which is one of my favorite ships, and uh, also Norwegian Dawn, both turned 20 years old today. How about that? Those are two staples in the cruise industry for 20 years. I love Navigator the Seas. I've never been on Norwegian Dawn. But so happy birthday to both of them. And finally, in the news this morning, I don't get to talk about these folks at all, but Celestial Cruises just launched its first ever online travel advisor training program. We're delighted to offer our advisors this new dedicated training tool, which will provide them with in-depth information about our product, along with guidance on how to attract the right customer, communicate our keys, and close the sale. So says Celestial's vice president.
Uh, sorry about that. Apparently, I had myself muted. Good morning to Cindy and Dennis and Nanook of the North. John, uh, minus 35 degrees wind chill up there. That's cold. Uh, he's warning, warming his hands by holding them close to the screen. Yeah, that'll do it, John. You can just do that. And then we don't have to look at you. I mean, you know, you hold your hands over like that, see? And we don't have to see you. That'll work. And get your hands warm. All at the same time. Of course, Nanook of the North John is taking this dog sled in to get to the pot store so he can sell pot to other Eskimos or whoever lives. Who wants to live in Cookston, Minnesota in that kind of weather? Only the beet farmer, John, and the pot grower. Uh, Cindy says, I tested negative twice with a home test from the government, but tested positive when I took one of the Binex ones back in October. That's why I used the Binex one today. Because, uh, well, two on ship, on board ship, or not, of course, Binex. Uh, but then I took two of my travels that were the, the you know, government freebie things that I don't trust 100%. But then today, this was, this was of course, one of the good ones. And uh, it is uh, negative. There's one nice big line, no two lines. So this was not COVID. It gave up a good shot. And I thought, after 21 cruises... I can't, I get sick. It was just, uh, the writing was on the wall. It had to be COVID. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I don't want to say that, but yeah. So, one of these days I'll have to share, the reason that I was late getting started today, I was telling Lizzie the whole story about the things that happened on the seascape. I so wanted to fall totally in love with that ship. I was looking so forward to it. And there were so many things that were right. I mean, it's stunning ship. Absolutely stunning. The food was good. Well, the dining room, main dining room food was excellent. Buffet, I would rate as substandard. Uh, for breakfast. It was just okay. Now, the week before, I had as good a buffet breakfast as I've had on any cruise ships from when I was on the Nistandam. But this one, this needed some work. The entertainment was good. The casino was good. The, I just, you know, so many things were so right about the, ship, the, the cruise, except the accessibility issues. And I'm talking about anything from bathroom doors to the door to my cabin to disembarkation when they allowed, and this is MSC's fault, everybody to just congeal into one place on the ship. So you got 6,000 people fighting to stay in line and the handicapped people can't even get to the handicap area to get the wheelchairs. 
once I finally got there and got into a wheelchair, this woman literally came across the wheelchair and yanked her suitcase from behind her across my leg, put a gash in my leg, and then turned around to me and says, get out of the way. And I said, F you, lady. And the guy pushing the wheelchair. Put his hand up and said, calm down. Calm down, Mr. Chili. Calm down. And that was MSC's fault. They got to have, they had no control at all on disembarkation. Then we, you know, we get off the ship. And I, some of you saw the picture I posted. It's got like 200 people in line for the elevator. The elevator's for handicapped folks to go downstairs because we can't ride the escalator. They have these nice big wide stair escalators for people with their damn suitcases so they can go down the thing. All these people are in line for the escalator. It took me two hours to get to the to the elevator. That was just had no control. None. And there's a lot more. But anyway. I wanted so much to love this ship and that the accessibility issues are just awful. Uh, Sylvia told me, when I talked to her last week, she says, I can't stand MSC because of their accessibility. Well, I understand why. And yet they did some things right. The balcony in my room was accessible. I could ride my scooter over. I push a button. You know, they do have push buttons, uh, doors on this ship, right? I push a button. This little the door opens to the balcony. This little flippy do thing comes across, lays across the the space from the room to the balcony, so I can ride my scooter right out on the balcony. When I go back inside, I ride my scooter right back in the room. I push the little button. The flippy do thing comes up, and the doors close. Then I turn around. I go across the room and try to get out of my cabin. I got to yank the door open, right? It weighs about 400 pounds. I got to yank the door open. I hold the door with my foot and my elbow, and I get the scooter to ride around to go through it. And then all at once, I got to let go of the door, my foot, get my foot back on the scooter, and continue out the door and get the door come slamming into my arm or my elbow. That's how I end up with bruises like this all over me from the damn doors. And my room would be perfect, except for the door to the room. <laughs> and handicap accessible restroom? None of them. None of them are handicap accessible on the whole ship because of the doors. And yet, the, the, the walkways in from inside to outside uh, of, the, of the ship or from sections of the ship where, you know, like from the, the pool area to the buffet area, they all have automatic doors. All of them. And they work fine. But they can't do that on the on wheelchair accessible restrooms. Come on. That's that's uh, that's all coming. I, I just want to get my voice back. I'll do the whole report. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't mean to go off on a rant. 
Uh, Hot Air says, hi, everyone from uh, Myrtle Beach. Hot Air, I did get your, your clips, and I will use them. I just didn't get to them today. Uh, Cindy says, um, that was like when they kicked us off on oh, Carnival Conquest, back-to-back cruise in May. That's terrible, Lizzie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I've forgotten Cindy had got kicked off one, too. Uh, yeah, that was... Of course, I love Lizzie to death. And as soon as I knew about that, I knew I had to I had to get her on this morning. Uh, number one to play, but I just... I could sit back and listen to her talk all day. I really could. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. Greetings from Jacksonville. Uh, by the way, folks, when I got in the... Came out of the hotel yesterday morning, of course, dressed in a pair of shorts, right? I had two pair of long pants on the cruises I was on, and they were dirty. I come out of my hotel in shorts. I did have a jacket, thank goodness, uh, to, to load my scooter up and to you know get in the car and take off. It was 30 degrees in Georgia. Frost. <laughs> ah! My body was not ready for that. So I'm sure that didn't help me get rid of this cold. Uh, Robert's with us. Hi, Robert. Lizzie stuck around. She's such a sweetheart. I love her to death. Kenneth's with us. I'm in Pennsylvania. Nathan Retta. Cool. Welcome aboard, Nathan. Glad to have you with us. Celestial Cruises has fantastic Eastern Mediterranean cruise itineraries. Chili Justin is booked on the Celestial Cruise. Nice. Very good. Hot Air Tom had I had a phone call return and now no sound. Oh, now working. Yeah, that was because I muted myself to cough and didn't unmute myself to talk. Eh. You know, Hunter Tom, I have issues on occasions with technical things like switches on and off. The same thing at MSC has trouble with buttons, push buttons for bathroom doors. Uh, it's just, and I have a swimming pool that's actually accessible. Every cruise ship I've been on but one, one had a, a reasonably accessible pool. And this one had an accessible pool. Not accessible from a ramp down into the water. That would be a truly accessible pool but at least a ramp up to the proper level, the level where the lift chair is, if you want to do the lift chair, or right up to the edge of the water, so you just have to transfer to get into the water, which I can do, you know, thankfully. Uh, But at least it puts you up on the right level. Now, all the pools work that way, just the one main pool. So they did a lot right. But boy, the things that they, the glaring things that they did wrong, it's like they have no concept 
of what the handicapped community needs to survive, especially the solo handicapped community like me. I don't have some big strong goon like Hot Air Tom to open the door and hold it for me. I really mean to call Hot Air Tom a goon, but I did. Anyway, yeah, it's just like it's just over their heads. And it, when I talked to you know, I talked to them numerous times at, at customer service. I mean, every one of those customer service agents got to know me before it was over with because I kept finding things that they needed. You know, here, here's another one. Add to your list, you know, of things that just aren't right. The, the couple, there were a couple of places that have the big lips, but just a couple. And you could always get around them where, you know, a scooter, or a power wheelchair can't go over those big, you know, two, three inch lips. A manual wheelchair, you can turn around, back it in and pull it up over. That can be done. But a power chair and a scooter can't do that. Now, those were all in areas that to get to the other side of the lip, you could go around it and come in a different direction so that you didn't miss out on anything with the exception of the new big fancy Robotron, the new entertainment schmear for MSC. Yeah, totally inaccessible. I couldn't even take a picture of it because I'd have to walk up 18 stairs to get up there. No elevator service. So I couldn't even see the thing. So anyway, they got a lot of work to do. But that'll, that'll all come in a full report, folks. Uh, it, it's as soon as I can talk that much. Hot Air says, saw a funny post in a cruise group today. How do you stop your neighbors from smoking on their balcony and stinking up your space? I know what I'd do. If it bothered me, I'd pick up the phone. And I'd call guest services. Now, as a non-smoker, I said I'd never be that way. And I am that way by 10. Yeah, I hate to be around smoking anymore. Of course, you know, I also went through the cancer business and chemo. At least related to that. Said he says, glad you're negative. Yeah, well... Me too, um, because of my family. And I got home and Mr. Gene was also sick. So at least I didn't get blamed for them getting sick because I came home sick. And I'm not really not sick. I feel, I don't feel that bad today. Now I struggled, I struggled driving home. I would drive basically to the next rest area. And I'd get off on the rest area and I go take a, a bat nap, you know, power nap for 10, 15 minutes. And then I get up and I drive some more until the next rest area. That's pretty much the way I had to do it. You know, I had 
uh, a, a dose of five doses. Uh, you take two the first day and then one each day for three days of erythromycin, you know, an antibiotic. As that one of my doctors had given me when I first started cruising, says, look, if you should get sick on any of these, do this. First thing, don't go to the medical facilities because that's going to cost you money. Have this with you if you need it. Take it. After all this time, I took it. You know, I finished them yesterday. So, that's got to have time to kick in. But yeah, it's just uh, apparently just an old-fashioned damn cold. Um, and sinus infection. Because I've got congestion. And i got to, you know, stop the bed. A little bit of a sore throat. Uh, then my breathing is just to hell. So um, it's all tied together. Solution was blow pot smoke at them. Uh, oh, yeah, well, no. Uh, I can't smoke pot either, hot air, Tom. <laughs> but, you know, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. Once upon a time, I did, uh, and I can't do that now. I wouldn't dare take a chance on hitting a joint. No, because I am not going back to those damn cigarettes, no matter what. And I'd be afraid. I mean, if I took one puff, I'd want to go buy a damn pack of Marlboro Light 100s. Did you try the Teppanyaki restaurant? No, I didn't, Dennis. I did not do any specialty dining. Um, I was totally satisfied with the main dining room. Uh, my table mate, who was a great guy, only had one this time. His name was Phil. Cruises a lot. As a matter of fact, he was staying on board for another week on Seascape. Um, he had in his package one specialty dining and the dining room between the food and our service, we had this outstanding service. Uh, it was so good that he says, okay, I'm not going to do a specialty dining at dinner. I'm going to do a specialty dining at lunch. So I don't miss another good dinner. That's how good the dinners were. I mean, that was fine with me. So I didn't even even go to any of the specialty restaurants. I've done teppanyaki on MSC before, and it's quite good. I'll, the steakhouse on MSC, the butcher cut, is as good as any of the steakhouses I've been to on any of the ships. I've, I've done the butcher's cut. I did not do it this time. But I've done it on my other three MSC cruises and loved it. Absolutely loved it. One of Primus issues is no out automatic door to the observation lounge and the doors are very heavy. Yeah. 
they do have handicapped restrooms with automatic doors. Yeah, the new ships, I mean, that should that should be a standard now in the industry. And why MSCs did not have that. I don't know about World Europa. Uh, any, if any of you guys have been on World Re- Europa, did you notice that they have automatic doors for the public restrooms? I don't know. Uh, my buddy Pete doesn't go on until January, so. Uh, but anyway, I'd like to know if you know they had it, had it on on those. All the glitters is not Swarovski on MSC. Always avoid inaugural cruises. Wait several months into the cruise, everything sorted. Yeah, except this is. You know, my issues with the crew was excellent, really good, all the way around, even the bars, everything. The entertainment was well done, well rehearsed, well, well everything. When I saw the clips of, you know, the story that I had Friday before I completely gave up on living there for a couple of days, uh, the Villa uh, had the woman go overboard and they were late getting into port. And they had the same kind of cluster, you know what, disembarkation that I had to go through on my ship where everybody just jams into one place. So you got thousands of people in line. Well, that ended up in on Maravilla in a brawl. There were clips of I was looking at that. I said, oh, my God. Is that from my ship? Because that's exactly what it looked like. So. I can see how that could happen. This wasn't a brawl bought on by uh, uh, drinking and late at night and, and carousing and things. This was a brawl bought on by MSC losing control of the people. And they they got to come up with a better system, both for the mustard drill, which I haven't even talked about that, and for disembarkation. You don't throw everybody at the same time in the same place when you're also trying to get the handicapped people to get to the wheelchairs so they can get off the ship with the wheelchairs. So, yeah, that those are things that MSC needs to deal with. And when I saw the pictures of Mayor Revilla going into Port Canaveral Lake because of the woman overboard, and the brawl that broke out in those lines, that looked just exactly like trying to get off of Seascape. Tom, those NZL observation uh, lounges are a fantastic cruise ship feature. Yeah, they are, but boy, if, if those doors, some of those doors, I can't open. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a big fat guy, yeah. But I still got some pretty stout upper body strength. I mean, once upon a time, I did play football. So I still got some pretty good strength. But if I have to bend over my scooter and get a hold of a door handle at arm's length and then try to pull that sucker back if it's heavy, 
I'm in trouble. I can't do it. And then try to balance it open between stretching over top of the scooter and getting my leg around it to hold it with my leg and get the scooter through the door without it knocking me off the scooter. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's such a simple fix. Push button, open the door, or turn the, the pressure back so they're not 400 pounds. Prima is a little less so uh, uh, than the, a little less so, oh, than the Bliss Joy and Encore. They miniaturize the space to make room for Galaxy Pavilion in the center of the ship. Okay. Dennis says, sorry to hear that. The Bliss Observation Lounge was fantastic for Alaska cruises. <coughs> Clea should recommend that on all, for all cruise lines having disability compliance officer. That's a good point, Dennis. I have not talked to Clea. But, yeah, they should. I, maybe I can get my friend at Royal Caribbean that's the the special needs coordinator at Royal Caribbean to go with me to CLIA and see, okay, let's come up with a sensible plan on getting cruise ships accessible because, man, this ship should have been everything right about it, and it's not. More things were wrong than were right. But that's a great idea with Clea. Thank you for Dennis. I will follow up on that one. The non-compliant smoking on the European cruise line is very bad. Yeah, I mean, we're getting a lot better than that over here. Uh, but man, I, the casinos, I just hate being in the casinos with the smell anymore. Uh, it really, it bothers me, you know, so I spend less and less time in the casinos, I'll tell you that. Now that you're home, make a ginger tea elixir, chop and peel fresh ginger, steep in hot water for 12 to 15 minutes, add one to two teaspoons of ground turmeric, honey to sweeten, juice from a whole lemon. Wow. <coughs> okay, I'll have to see if we've got all that here. Amanda's, my niece is gone now. Uh, but she'll be back. I uh, have no idea if we've got those ingredients here, Dennis. I've been to stay out of the kitchen. Raw local honey is best if you can have it. Yeah, we've got honey here from your local farmer's market. We have actually in in, uh, in this area, the Peaks of Otter is one of the big mountains that's, you know, a tourist attraction here. Has a big restaurant up on top of the mountain. There's a lake. You can go up there and walk around. Uh, you can do some hiking and those kind of things. But there's a store on the way up the mountain, a mountain store, where 
I think everybody in the around here gets their honey. And it is really good, really fresh. So, yeah. Drink four cups of ginger, turmeric, lemon, honey, tea throughout the day. <coughs> Boy, I have trouble drinking tea at all. I'm just not a tea person. But, yeah, I know. The disability compliance officer should be involved in the design and engineering. All could have been avoided just by going over the digital blueprints. Yeah, it, absolutely. And there's this does the right basic rules for a handicapped person. And then the people that are in charge of it on the ships, they don't have a clue. They didn't understand what I was saying about the doors and the restrooms not being accessible until I took them and showed them what I had to do to get into the use of the bathroom. And then I said, now keep in mind, there's two doors that I have to do all this shenanigans to get through. And remember, we're disabled, which means in all probability, there's some issues that cause us when we have to go to the bathroom, we have to go to the bathroom. You can't wait for 15 or 20 minutes like some normal people can. Most disabled people can't. Duh. But yeah, I've had to take people from the, the customer service uh, folks to show them. I'll take them right to the bathroom and show them what I have to go through to get in. And then they go, Oh, my God. Well, yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. There are no tea leaves in the ginger tea. It's chopped ginger. Yeah, I got you. I got you, Dennis. All right, guys. That's going to wrap me up for today. Again, I'm, I'm so far behind on everything. I hope I'll get caught up. Obviously, I'm not going to do a whole lot of catching up until I get my voice back. But still, I'll get caught up eventually. And my special thanks to the folks that scoot around and Will Power Chairs uh, for sponsoring our guest today. I like it. All right, guys. That's going to wrap me up for today. I'll be back tomorrow, same time, same channel. And as always, Stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day, everybody. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day.
I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.